Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. We are the hosts of the Real Estate Investor Show, where we are all about empowering women to live a financially free and balanced life, which is so important to us. Creating financial freedom, but doing it in a way that works for you and your lifestyle is critical. Right, Andressa? And we do two episodes a week. Thank you for coming back and listening to our show. We have a mini-sode. So we are about to turn on the faucet and go for about 10 minutes. Right, Andressa? Here we go. We just want to share something that is working for us or something that is coming up on our Facebook community group. Sometimes we get very, very similar questions. So that's when we get an opportunity here to share with you what are our thoughts. Yes. Hey guys, it's Liz. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that time is running out and you just have three weeks left to get your ticket to InvestorCon 2024, the number one premier conference for women in real estate. It's happening from June 2nd to 4th in Austin, Texas. To learn more and to get your ticket, go to investhercon.com today and use the code 100podcast to get $100 off your ticket. That's investhercon.com, promo code 100podcast to get $100 off your ticket. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes, but how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 Exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. Okay, so here's what we have I'm going to be talking about today is when should you stop self-managing? And not that you should stop self-managing, first off. It might be working for you and your business and your lifestyle and your and your goals. So if you are considering it, this, these are that's what I wanted to put today's episode together. We see a lot of our community members and our Strive members asking that question because that's kind of how you grow in your with your portfolio. And again, it works for some people. It works for a lot of people where they continue to do it. But then people get to the point where like, should I keep doing this? You know, should I keep self-managing or not? Especially as they evolve and grow their portfolios and potentially get into larger, larger assets too. So I put together some thought-provoking questions. A little context, and I'm just, I know you know the story, but a little context. So we had about, me and my husband had about 110 units all close to us within 30 minute radius back, probably back 2015. We were still self-managing. We had a team. We had someone who was doing our leasing, who was doing our maintenance, who was doing our tenant relations. We had a bookkeeper. We even had a construction arm of our business. So we really had a lot of people and process in place. 
pretty decent process. I don't know if process on your level, Andressa, process, but pretty good process, processes and systems, I'd say. Now in hindsight, I'm like, there are some holes there. But overall, right, we're running, you know, a company that we can handle with that amount of units. So we ended up getting under contract a 49 unit outside our radius of 30 minutes. It was an hour and a half. And at that point, we had a decision to make. Do we keep self-managing and kind of create almost like a satellite office, which was an option? It's the option that my husband thought of. And uh, I poo-pooed, but I didn't like that idea. But he had that idea. Like, I'll let's say just, nope. I'll let's just hire. Yeah. Nope. Let's just hire. <laughs> it's where we're alike, Andressa. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he said, let's just hire someone locally and they can be our self-managing person so we don't have to hire a third party. And at that point, you know, we had a decision to make. We could have done that. And we didn't need to do that, though. Like, there's other options of hiring that third party. So the way we kind of came to our conclusion, we ended up hiring a third-party company, which was was my opinion and my strong opinion. And we ended up going with me because I was right and I'm always right. No, no, I'm not. But, you know, we went through that process, which was really scary. And I want to give you some thought-provoking questions that you can take away as you're reflecting on your own business. A couple of important things. A 49 unit is different than a duplex, running it, managing it, leasing it. And it was a like ideal, perfect value add where it was a great building, great asset, loft style, you know, building that was converted many years ago. The owner built the property and really converted it himself. And it was just being run a little more mom and pop, wasn't being professionally run. And so the question is, are we the right people, our team, our processes, our systems, and putting even if a, a local person, are we the right team to manage that building? Or does it make more sense to hire that third-party company? Because there's pros and cons to both. And so we really had to look inward. And the biggest thing that we had to do, and the question I want you to ask yourself, is where do you want to be in five years? And is self-managing or not self-managing going to get you there? Because if you can answer that question, and you can answer the question of, where does my investments look like? What kind of portfolio do I want to build in five years? Then you can work backwards. Because had I said, we want to buy, because had our vision, the answer to that question we asked ourselves, if the answer was, we want to build a property management company that, and an investment, obviously business, but we want to build a property management company. And we want to really turn up our processes or systems and have somebody running that for us. And that is what we want to build as an arm of our business. Because we love it. We see it profitable and we see the need for it. We could have made that choice, right, Andressa? We could have made that. There's a fork in the road. But we had to look inward. We really, really had to look inward. We wanted to buy larger multifamily. We also wanted to start buying out of state and further from us, not our kind of local tri-state area. And quite honestly, we had to look inside ourselves and say, okay, are we running the most well-oiled machine here? I would probably answer the question, it wasn't like a zero, it wasn't a 10, you know, it was probably a six, seven. And to run a business, you want to get to a 10, you want to have a well-oiled machine. And we had to look inward and say, do we want to get it there? And are we willing to hire someone to help us get us there? Because that wasn't necessarily our skill set, me and my husband. And so we answered answered that question, no, we don't want to build a property management company. We did it out of like necessity. We did it because that's what people do when you start. (laughs) But do we really want to build that in our future? Is that our future selves want that? So the answer was no. And so that then opened up the door of a third-party management company and made sense for us. And so that started that process. That's one major question I want you to start with. So many people look at the dollars and the cents. We could have just done that. 
or the pros and the cons, who has control, who doesn't, you know, they don't love the property like you love it. I mean, there's a whole list of reasons. There's so much technology. Do you really, is that really they that don't big love the-, the property as you love it? No, I mean, like um, people get nervous about hiring that third party company because they're not going to take care of the property as much as you would as the owner. And oh. that's draws people back of like, well, I don't want to do that because they're not going to take care of that property. Do you think that's a trusting issue? You know, what is it? They don't trust the company or they don't trust that they're going to choose the right company. I think it's both. And they're not clear on how they're going to actually manage the property manager because you need to manage that. You need to manage that. There needs to be a system in place. There needs to be constant walkthroughs, preventative maintenance. There needs to be local boots on the ground. Every one of our properties that we do not manage because we don't self-manage anything right now, we have someone on the ownership side who is boots on the ground, who looks and sees that property, not just the property manager. That is part of our process. That's part of our kind of success criteria, as Andressa would call it, right? That's important to us. So my point though, yeah, that does come up for some people. The, the other thing I want you to think about the questions that come up with is, do you enjoy it? Like some people really like managing. They are like in their blood project managers. They love managing timeline. They love managing money and like the process from start to finish. They love completing projects. Do you enjoy that? Does your partner enjoy that? And if the answer is no, again, could you partner with someone, hire someone? Yes. But the question does become... We build businesses around sometimes ourselves and our strengths, right? And we mm-hmm. either have to manage the gap or not do it. And we had to look inward and, and we really didn't enjoy property management. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough. You know, it's a tough business in some ways, unless you're building a well oil machine that you can scale. Profitable. Is it profitable? I mean, the question of building, building out and scaling a business, the question is, is it profitable? And how profitable is it? It's a really important question. Mm-hmm. And when we looked inward and we looked at what we were investing and what we were doing and the time it took, we actually, you know, you could argue that it wasn't for us profitable. And, you know, the last thing is like anyone running property management should be exceptional at it. That should be their core business. And so many times owners and landlords and us property, you know, us owners of investment properties, we do it kind of just because it's a default. Well, who else is going to do it? You know, and that's not a good enough reason to have any part of your business. You should really know like this is a part of my business. This is, this is a business. Property management's a business. I'm either all in or I'm not. I'm either going to get it working really well and well-oiled so I can scale it or not scale it, use the right apps, use the right fill in the blank, or I need to look elsewhere and, and outsource it. And I think we really need to have those coming to Jesus meetings. It was really hard for us because we were self-managing. We could have convinced ourselves, we could do this, We've done it for, for 10 years. We can keep doing this. We can hire someone up there. Come on, just needs a few more processes, needs a little more system, a couple more apps. But we knew ourselves better than that. And we're like, this is going to be treachery. This is going to be like, this is going to take all of our energy. I love that, Liz. One thing that I, I would say that in line to what you're saying is that when people are comparing like, okay, if I self-manage this, how much I'm going to cash flow? If I pay somebody because of the property management fee, this is how much I'm going to cash flow less. And that is not apples to apples. All of you that are self-managing right now, add a line item there for property management and put how much time you're spending. Because then you're comparing apples to apples. You might be spending much more time and money self-managing, you know, or not. I don't know. Right. But you cannot just not have a line item for the time that you spend on your properties. Then it will 
not make sense whatsoever to hire a property management company. And the other thing is you might say to me right now, I don't even know how much time I spend. Well, that's a good start to start observing how much time you spend, how much enjoyment do you get when you get those calls about the toilets and all of it. Start observing it. There's no right or wrong here. It's just whatever fits your criteria, the lifestyle. And as Liz said, going back to the question, five years from now, will that get you, doing what you're doing right now will get you where you want to be in five years. So let us know what you think. I want to know what you think. Yes, but I love the yes, but <laughs> right. I love those. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode there. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.